You're listening to Comedy Central. September 24, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. tonight is the governor of the great state of California. Gavin Newsom is joining us, everybody. Also on tonight's show, Greta Thunberg roasts the UN. Lenny Kravitz has lost his mojo, and Donald Trump is getting impeached. Please, 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 Melania, stop cheering. (laughs) So let's catch up on today's headlines. Let's kick it off with the United Nations General Assembly. Every year, the world's leaders gather together in New York City to clog up our traffic and ruin our food deliveries. (laughs) They also try to solve some of the world's problems. But this year, all the attention has been on teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg. Yesterday, she addressed the General Assembly and she did not pull her punches. This morning, the United Nations still feeling the shockwaves of teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Wow. Wow. That is... That is one impressive 16-year-old. To be that mature at that age... Like, when I was that age, the only impassioned speech I was giving to my cousin was for hogging the Nintendo. I was like, (laughs) you promised me a future where I would get to be Luigi! (laughs) Also, I like how she's shitting on the audience and they're applauding her. (laughs) Like, that's what I love about the UN. Everyone thinks every speech is about the other leaders and not them, right? Everyone's just like, yes, Greta, tell them, tell them. You should all be embarrassed. Especially you, Paraguay, you know what you did. (laughs) And while Greta may be the hero of the UN, Philadelphia, in this next story, also got the hero it deserves. Philadelphia wide receiver Nelson Aguilar is responding to a man who criticized his catching skills after the man caught children thrown from a burning building. Hakeem Laws was walking in the area of a house fire Sunday night. He said a family was trapped and the father started throwing the babies to him and several other people. The people down, my man just started throwing babies out the window. Wow. We was catching them, unlike Aguilar and his mishaps. I like to put that out there. So the criticism came after Aguilar dropped several key passes in two Eagles losses this season. On Twitter, Aguilar thanked Laws for being a hero and invited him to be a guest at the next home game. Oh, wow. (laughs) Catching a baby thrown out of a window, that is a real football fan right there. We're like he didn't spike the baby after he caught it. It's a little dance. And I love the fact that he took his moment of fame to trash an Eagles receiver. (laughs) I actually actually wish we had more petty heroes like this, you know? Just like someone out there like, yes, I rescued this family from a blazing fire, and you know who's not blazing? My ex's new boyfriend. You ain't shit, Ashley. (laughs) You ain't shit. But man, I'm glad this worked out because uh, imagine how scary it is to throw a baby and then rely on a stranger to catch it. 
right? Because have you ever thrown your iPhone to someone? <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> now, imagine throwing a baby out of a window. I'd have questions before throwing it out. I'd be like, help, help. And then the person would be like, I'm here, throw it down. I'd be like, wait, do you play any sports? <laughs> the person would be like, yeah, I play soccer. I'd be like, no, wrong sport, wrong. What about you? I play golf. I'd be like, oh, that's more of a game. It's not a sport. <laughs> be like, oh, but we're in the sun all day. I'm like, yeah, that's just walking. <laughs> all right, and finally, moving on to entertainment news, Lenny Kravitz, music icon and man suffering from severe shirt allergy. He is known for his amazing fashion sense, and now he needs your help getting some of it back. Lenny Kravitz is asking for your help this morning to find a pair of lost sunglasses. Hmm. It's no joke. The singer took to Twitter telling his followers that he actually misplaced these exact pair of vintage shades given to him by a family member, and apparently they hold a lot of sentimental value. They went missing after a show in LA over the weekend. He's asking anyone with information to send an email to Kravitzglasses at gmail.com. Why? Why would anyone steal sunglasses from Lenny Kravitz? Huh? He's never done anything to anyone. And it's not like anyone else can wear those glasses. They don't work for people with regular jobs. <laughs> Lenny needs those glasses, though, because without them, how's he gonna look cool? Look at this poor man, huh? Without his glasses, all he's got is his six-pack, his nose ring, those sick tattoos, that little V on his stomach that <laughs> looks like a Vegas sign pointing to the Holy Land. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a V right here. Look at that. The rest of us have just like our body does like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> can I... Can I just say... I love that Lenny Kravitz just set up an email address like he trusts the public enough to email him <laughs> tips about the glass. It's inspiring. I didn't know you could do this. I'd like, I wanna do it too. So if anyone has seen my TV remote, please <laughs> email trevorstvremote1 at gmail.com. <laughs> and yes, yes, that's right. Someone already had trevorstvremote at gmail, so I had to add a one. And if anyone knows who stole that email address from him, please email Trevor's TV remote email address too <laughs> at gmail.com. Because somehow two people already had that. I don't even know how this shit works. All right, that's it for the headlines. Let's move on to our top story. <laughs> Donald J. Trump. Once again, the president of the United States is in big trouble. NBC News special report. Good afternoon, everyone. We're coming on the air on this busy news day with breaking news. An announcement from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of a formal impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump. Today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. The actions taken to date by the president have seriously violated the Constitution. The president must be held accountable. No one is above the law. Holy crap. After two years of avoiding it, Trump may finally face articles of impeachment, which, believe me, he is not happy about. It's impeachment, which Trump hates, plus articles, which he hates even more. <laughs> yeah, if his mom ever caught him with a Playboy magazine, he'd be like, I swear I'm not reading the articles, just looking at the boobs. <laughs> and if you thought Trump was unhinged before, 
I can't even imagine what he's gonna be like now. Like, he's been crazy. Can you imagine what he's gonna be like now? You better keep your kids away from Twitter, people, because this thing is gonna be a Category 5 tweet storm. <laughs> and this one will hit Alabama. <laughs> but, but how did we get here? And what does it all mean? Well, let's find out in our brand new segment, The Full Story. How did Donald Trump land himself on the road to impeachment? Well, it all started last week with a mysterious report from a whistleblower. This is CNN Breaking News. And we do begin with that breaking news. CNN has learned that President Trump had a communication with a foreign leader that was so troubling to one U.S. intelligence official that they filed a whistleblower complaint. The Washington Post reports this involved a promise. It is not known who the whistleblower is, or who the foreign leader is? Yes, it was so exciting. Trump had a mysterious phone call with a foreign leader, and everyone was wondering what it could be. Did he promise Kim Jong-un that he could use his Netflix password? Or (laughs) did he promise Vladimir Putin a role in the next Fast and Furious movie? We didn't know. (laughs) The even more exciting question was, who is the whistleblower? Because it could be anybody, except Mike Pence. (laughs) Oh, because he doesn't believe in blowing things. (laughs) Yeah. Mother, mother says the mouth is for prayer and nothing else. (laughs) He doesn't even blow out birthday candles. He just uses a fire extinguisher on the cake. In the name of Jesus, I extinguish these tiny wax penises. (laughs) So the breaking news was that someone in the intelligence community had reported Trump for doing something shady with a foreign leader. And it didn't take long for the details to come out. President Trump has been accused of threatening to hold back military aid to the Ukraine if leaders there fail to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden. The president pushed eight times for an investigation into Joe Biden. At the time of the call, the Trump administration was withholding $250 million in military aid to Ukraine that Congress had already approved. Yeah, this is huge. Donald Trump is accused of holding back military aid approved by Congress for Ukraine unless they helped him dig up dirt on Joe Biden, which, if true, would be devastating. It's an abuse of power, it's extortion, and maybe worst of all, it's asking a foreign country to meddle in America's election. Yeah, which is the one thing that if you were Donald Trump, you should stay away from, (laughs) right? Because they'd just beaten the Russia case. It would be like if the day after Michael Jackson got acquitted of touching kids, he was like, let's celebrate some slumber party at my house. As bad as it is for America, think about what it felt like for Ukraine. These guys are in the middle of a war, fighting off Russian invasion, right? And now, because of Trump, they have to deal with this shit. Can you imagine them on the battlefield, just like, comrade, comrade, we need more ammunition. He's like, what do you mean, no ammunition? No more bullets until we dig up dirt on Joe Biden. (laughs) It's like, Biden, didn't they see the clip where he forgot Obama's name? He's burying himself. (laughs) So. So, this was a pretty damning accusation against Donald Trump, because using the power of the presidency for your own political gain is about as bad as it gets. But according to Trump, he ain't done shit. 
Mr. Trump dismissing the report as presidential harassment, tweeting, virtually any time I speak on the phone to a foreign leader, I understand that there may be many people listening. Is anybody dumb enough to believe that I would say something inappropriate on such a potentially heavily populated call? That call was perfect. It couldn't have been nicer. And even the Ukrainian government put out a statement that that was a perfect call. Yes, yes, yes. According to the Donald, he did nothing wrong in his dealings with Ukraine. In fact, they had a perfect call. <laughs> and uh, can I be honest? I think he's lying. <laughs> you know why? Because there's no such thing as a perfect call. Something always goes wrong. That's why we text, right? There's always something wrong with a call. Either the phone's cutting out, or you're talking over each other, or you tell them you love them, and then there's just silence. It's always something. <laughs> and here's another reason I think he's lying. If Trump has nothing to hide and he did nothing wrong, then why is he doing this? The Trump administration is facing a Thursday deadline to hand over the complaint to Congress as is required by law. The president is digging in his heels as the White House is blocking the release of a whistleblower complaint to Congress, apparently about a conversation Mr. Trump had with a foreign leader that raised red flags with an administration official. Okay, you gotta admit that's hella suspicious. Why is Trump breaking the law to prevent Congress from seeing the whistleblower's reports. Right. He must be up to something shady. Or maybe he just said something really embarrassing on those calls. Yeah. Maybe it was like, okay, great, well, it was nice talking to you. Oh, and by the way, if I drink anything after 8 p.m., I wet the bed. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, Despite a unanimous vote today from Democrats and Republicans in the Senate to release the whistleblower's report, Trump and his people are trying to block it at all costs. But the one silver lining of any Trump scandal is that if you just wait long enough, eventually, he'll just spill the beans himself. The conversation I had was largely congratulatory, was largely corruption, all of the corruption taking place was largely the fact that we don't want our people, like Vice President Biden and his son, creating to the, the corruption already in the Ukraine. There was no pressure put on them whatsoever, but there was pressure put on with respect to Joe Biden. What Joe Biden did for his son, that's something they should be looking at. Okay, we all, we all, we all heard that, right? Trump just said there was no pressure, except for the pressure to get dirt on Biden. That's the only pressure we're talking about. <laughs> that's not a defense, that's an admission. That's like Scar going, whoa, 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 I'm not a murderer. I haven't killed anyone other than Mufasa. <laughs> In fact, he's the one you should be looking into. What kind of parent allows their child to run around with warthogs? <laughs> and in case you're wondering, in case you're wondering, Trump's claim is that while Joe Biden was vice president, he pressured Ukraine to fire their top prosecutor because he was investigating a Ukrainian company that Biden's son was a board member of. That's the story. Now, there's no evidence that supports Trump's accusation. But even if it did, even if it did, it wouldn't negate that Donald Trump abused the power of his office to try and dig up dirt on a political opponent. So, that's the full story. Ukraine, Trump, impeachment, Hunter Biden. But there's still one key piece of the puzzle that's missing the whistleblower's complaints. It's the spark that has started this blaze. And if Trump refuses to hand it over, we need to get it some way or another. And thanks to Lenny Kravitz, we have the perfect solution. <laughs> if you have the whistleblower report, please, 
We need you to email it to trumpwhistleblower at gmail.com. We'll be right back. scandal involving President Trump and the leader of Ukraine could be the story of this presidency, considering it may lead to impeachment. But how will it all end, and what does it mean? Well, to help us figure it out, we turn to our senior political analyst, Ronnie Chang. Ronnie, this is big news. How do you think this scandal will play out? Uh, pass. (laughs) I'm sorry, did you say pass? Yeah, pass. I'm skipping this one, Trevor, okay? I'm not getting burned by another scandal that lasts two years and goes nowhere. You heard the Swedish climate, girl. We have 12 years left before the oceans swallow us, so I'm not wasting time on this impeachment bullshit again. I don't want my last words to be, Marco Rubio seems open to... and we all drown. No, 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 but Ronnie, this is different. You see, this time, there's strong evidence against Trump. There's a whistleblower in his own government. Oh, 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 great, a whistleblower. Yeah, that was the missing piece, so... (laughs) You know who else blows a whistle? Referees and lifeguards, okay? And if they can't stop James Harden from traveling or a five-year-old from taking a dump in a pool, how are they gonna stop the president from doing anything? Okay, okay, but but even the details we've learned so far are damning. A sitting president reached out to a foreign leader, possibly holding back aid in exchange for dirt on a political opponent. This scandal could be the one that finally sinks Trump. Oh, oh, really? Oh, this is the one? (laughs) This is the the scandal. This is the one, all right. Yeah, this is the one, not not the time he paid hush money to a porn star. Remember what happened then? Yeah, Trump got away with it, his lawyer went to jail, and now I can't watch porn without thinking of campaign finance law. Or or what about the time his son met with Russians in Trump Tower? They investigated that for two years and they ended with Officer Frankenstein being like, gee, it's not really my department, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Do you know how much effort it takes to follow all these scandals? I learned what an emolument is. I even kind of learned how to pronounce emolument. (laughs) And for what? Every one of these scandals was gonna be the one and it never is. In fact, I wouldn't be shocked if this scandal ends with Ukraine going to jail and Trump becoming president for life. Yeah, but... (laughs) But Ronnie, Nancy Pelosi today announced the start of a formal impeachment inquiry. Oh, a formal impeachment inquiry. Oh, why didn't you just say so? Who cares? Even if the Democrats impeach Trump, it'll just go to Mitch McConnell, who's gonna hide it in his neck flaps, and then everyone's gonna argue about it, and then Trump will start a fight with Mariah Carey on Twitter for some reason, and then it's 2020, I've wasted another year and a half of my life again, okay? Okay, I can't. I can't go through this again. Please, please don't make me. Please, please, Swedish girl, please kill me with your rising ocean. Do it now and free me from this hell. Uh, Anyway, to answer your question, there's a good chance Trump gets impeached. Yes. Ronnie Chang, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Daily Show. 
My guest tonight is a Democrat serving as governor of the state of California. Please welcome Governor Gavin Newsom. Welcome to The Daily Show. Good to be here. What a day to join us on. Let's jump straight into the news of the day. Yes, sir. Nancy Pelosi announcing officially, officially the inquiry into articles of impeachment. Uh, God's are you... delays are not God's denials. Are, yes. are you in the camp of finally? Is, yeah, is that finally. What but I'm also in the camp of Ronnie. I think he expressed it perfectly. I mean, all of us, have, we kind of, we walk out to the edge, said, this is it. Right. This is it. And then only to be dashed and disappointed. But look, I feel there's no doubt he will be impeached. The question is, the question, but, but here's the stubborn question. The question is, will he be removed from office? And that's a separate question that Mitch McConnell can answer. And that fundamentally is the question that goes to the expression of frustration that Ronnie just advanced. Wow. Impeachment would require, though, two-thirds. And so that would require Mitch McConnell to step in. Do you think America's at the point where partisanship is so intense that they... Yeah you know, that they can't see past that, where the Republicans go, no, this is our guy, regardless of what he's done. The only polling that matters right now as it relates to impeachment is where the Republican Party is, because that's all about primarying an incumbent. Right. These guys are scared to death. They're only incentivized for bad behavior currently. They will not be incentivized for good behavior unless that polling changes. And right now, it's overwhelmingly in favor of Trump as it relates to that base. And that's all he cares about is the damn base. He is not president of the United States. He's president of his base. And that base is getting stronger, but it is small. And I argue with this impeachment inquiry, it will begin to decline and thaw. Let's talk about uh, the reason you're in town. Um, you are here for the UN Climate Action Summit. Yep. Climate change is having its moment right now. You know, it, it feels like it was a boring topic for a little bit, and then it got exciting, and then now Greta has really kicked it into overdrive. California has been engaged in a legal battle with uh, <laughs> President Trump over emissions and vehicles, yep. right? Now, your argument is you want California to be able to dictate its own emission standards for vehicle manufacturers, which they've agreed on, by the way, yeah. right? But the Trump administration says no. Why, why are you disagreeing with their deregulation of emissions? Well, there's a couple points. One is Greta's point that she made, which was pretty profound, and you made that point earlier by re uh, referencing it. She talks about this notion of the fairy tale of money and economic development. Well, come to California. Our economy is booming. We have record surpluses, record low unemployment, record GDP growth. Uh, we are proving the paradigm of the genius of Anne versus the tyranny of Orr. What I mean by that is it used to be economic growth or the environment. Now it's economic growth and the environment. And California is proving the paradigm at a scale no other state in America has proven it. So here's, here's, here's the point on the emissions. <laughs> the game changer as it relates to climate change is addressing the issue of transportation. 40% of our emissions in California come from the transportation sector. You can't get serious about climate change until you clean up your vehicle fleet. Right. The vehicle manufacturers themselves get where the world is going and get where customers are going, and that's towards the electric vehicle. California is the game changer, and Trump can't stand it. We are winning. We trumped Trump. We got four, we have four, four automobile companies basically gave him the middle finger 
and walked away from his desire to roll back vehicle emission standards and said, you know what, thanks a lot. We're with California, we're with the higher standards, we're with the Obama era standards. He is beyond frustrated, so now he's threatening to take away our waiver, which goes back to Ronald Reagan when he was governor of California. This guy is petulant, but he's also losing. California is too big, and we are not a small, isolated state that he can ignore. We're in 60 lawsuits against the Trump administration, wow. and we're winning the overwhelming majority. You, you have made a lot of improvements, uh, but of the, the cities ranked as having the worst pollution, yeah. seven of the top 10 are still in California. California. Do you think vehicles are enough to get those emissions down and the pollution down? Substantially we will never advance our efforts. And the reason why is topography. It's the nature of California. Look at Los Angeles. Uh, you've got three mountain ranges surrounding Los right. Angeles, and you're basically in this bowl, and you've got the ocean breezes that come in, and it keeps that ozone layer down. As a consequence, the smog problems back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s led to the environmental movement as we know it today, and we cleaned up that smog. But the reality is we still, as you rightfully note, have seven of the top 10 dirtiest cities as it relates to clean air. We'll never achieve our clean air goals without addressing the issue of emissions. It's the cars that are substantially and stubbornly the issue. We already have 627,000 electric vehicles. We wanna to get to 5 million in the next few years. Over half of the vehicles, electric vehicles in the country are in California, but we need this waiver to continue that progress. Let's talk more about California as a whole. One thing I've always uh, enjoyed about looking at the states is that it feels like a microcosm for everything in America. Yeah. Every issue America has, you can find in California. You know, how to deal with it, how not to deal with it. One of the big issues in California right now is that of homelessness. You know, uh, Los Angeles being one of the, the prime examples. The president was there now with insane solutions, but, you know, still noticing the problem. Yes, thanks for... What, yeah. what can obvious. be done and what do you think should be done with regards to homelessness, because a lot of people make it seem like it's a, an issue of like, oh, someone is homeless because they're lazy. But there's been a spike, especially in LA, like a giant yeah. spike. Last 10 years, exactly. we've seen this. has been a trend line, now it's a headline. Right. Trump, to your point, was not wrong to identify a problem, but he was completely incompetent in recognizing or recommending any solutions. And with respect to the question, the answer to the question is not complicated. Shelters solve sleep. Housing and supportive services solve homelessness. If we're gonna get serious about this issue, we've gotta focus on housing and supportive services. And look, I, I'm not making any excuses. We own this. I've been here nine months and we are quadrupling, not doubling down. I mean, quite literally doing an unprecedented amount to get serious about this issue. But at the end of the day, we need partners. We don't need sparring partners. We need partners in this effort to get folks off the street and get housed. And the Trump administration comes in and they have the audacity to do this, and it connects some dots, Trevor. They come in and they say, we're gonna remove your emissions waiver because we don't believe it's good for the environment. They had the audacity to say that. And they said on a way out, Trump said on the way out when he walked up to Air Force One, he said, we're gonna have the EPA sue California because the homeless are polluting the water in the state of California, he actually said that. That's this damn administration. That's the president of the United States of America in 2019. You can't make this stuff up. So look, we're hopeful in you know, a year and a half, we're gonna have a very different conversation right. uh, in this country about the new president, inaugural, uh, that will begin a new uh, kind of spirit and freedom. <laughs> alive in our senses. Well, we'll be all right. Well, speaking, speaking of the new then, let's talk about the uh, NCAA Fair Pay to Play Act, because that's, that's a new idea 
that is shaking up not just sports, but America as a whole. College sports has always been seen as the bastion of, you know, talent without the burdens of money. (laughs) California has stepped in and said, no, there is money in the sport. Thank you. And players should be able to receive some sort of compensation if they want to from their likeness. Interesting reaction. No, a lot of people like this, but, yeah. but, but some have argued that, like, the whole amateurness of the game is what makes it beautiful, is that you know that it's not tainted. Yeah. Uh, like, how do you argue for and against this? Do you, do you understand why some people say you yeah. don't want to remove the amateur no. nature of the game? Yeah, I mean, you know, coaches make millions and millions of dollars. Advertisers make millions and millions of dollars on the likeness uh, of these athletes that give up, in some cases, their bodies uh, and their health for the sports. Um, I guess that's one version of a romanticized uh, system. That's the current system. And you know what, respect, there's a racial component. Close to 90% of these coaches are white, and the majority of Division I basketball players are black. The plurality of Division I football players are black. And with all due respect, this notion of student-athlete, give me a break. These guys are full-time, expected full-time to sacrifice themselves for athletics. But when they're done, the next crew comes in, and it's just this cycle. And at the end of the day, it perpetuates a cycle of inequality and a lack of equity. And I think as it relates to the issues of sports, it's time to rebalance things. So I'm taking a good look at this legislation. I have the next few days to make a decision. Uh, But I recognize the consequence of this decision because we could substantially change the NC2A as we know it. But I think this question needs to be called. I know you've got a lot of things to get to at the UN. Thank you for making time for The Daily Show. Governor Gavin Newsom, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.